This is Courage Cast. More power, less fear, so you can make a difference. Val Petty, welcome. Hey. Welcome to the Courage Cast. Have you ever been on the Courage Cast? Oh, I don't think so. I think you've been on our Faithful Wellness podcast. Yeah, but what about the one me and Jennifer did? Yeah, that was Faithful Wellness. Okay, you've been on one. you've been on multiple Faithful well, Wellness. Know. Yeah. I've got so much to say. I know. I know. I just find you incredibly intriguing. Oh, I think you. last time we talked about was it the spleen? The gallbladder. The gallbladder. That's yeah. right. My yeah. favorite organ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could go through all your favorite organs, but we're not going to do that today. I think we're going to talk about something. Um, well, your organs are very important, but I think we're going to talk about something else that's been very important for you, which is you wrote a book. What is up with that? And published it. I mean, right? It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. I, quarantine I, like got me moving. I had no idea, number one, that you had an interest in writing a book. When When did this dream start for you? Well, I tell you, I was, you know, I had been, I had done hair for like 17 years. Um, Mm -hmm. and I loved my clients. I loved the salon where I worked. Um, it had been an awesome job for me for years, but I just, the last few years, I had just really felt a pull. Obviously I'd, um, you know, been building my essential oil business. I'd been really feeling a pull towards, um, just helping people with their health issues, um, just in general. And so, um, you know, I had really been praying about what to do with the salon because it was a nice steady paycheck and I did love my clients and where I worked. And, um, so finally I just really felt this prompting, like it was time to move on. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, it was just time. So I ended up quitting my job, Mm -hmm. not having a clue what I was going to do next. Um, and right after that, I just felt this like information download that, you know, in the last couple of years, I had really been on a journey of personal growth and kind of like, you know, really searching through my identity and, and, you know, who I was and what my purpose was and all of that sort of stuff. And so I had gained a lot of tools through the process. And so right after I quit my job, it just like downloaded into my spirit that all of those things that I had learned needed to be put into book form um, so that others could walk in freedom as well. Yeah. I mean, having a book gives you a whole nother level of credibility and opens a lot of doors for you that you probably, I mean, it's the best business card you can ever give anyone in yeah. on a number of levels, but you know, why did, why did you like, what pushed you to write a, to write it? Like, what were you, what was motivating you? Well, I'll that, tell you, it's, it's a, you, it's such a challenge to write a book. It is so. a huge <laughs> challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly just to get your thoughts in order. The writing of the book is not that hard, but getting your thoughts in order is the really hard part. And I mean, to me, it just felt like it's, you know, how there, there's, those times in your life where you just get the feeling of like, okay, this is like an assignment that I've been given from God. And like, there's no not doing it, you know, but I literally from May, the end of May, so early June of last year, 2019 until March, I mean, the amount of hours I banged my head against the wall, like I would go to coffee shops and anytime I could get, you know, free, I would sit and, you know, try and write and crank something out. And I would write pages and pages and pages and get to the end. And I'd be like, well, that stinks. I don't like any of that. That's not really making the point that I want to make. Um, and I didn't really, 
I don't know. I just couldn't get my head wrapped around it. And then when all the quarantine stuff started and I started seeing everybody losing their minds in fear, mm. um, which fear had already been pretty rampant. Let's face it. A lot of people struggle with anxiety, fear, um, discouragement in general. And so when that happened and it became such a huge thing, I thought, okay, that's it. I got to get this book out. Like I've got to get these tools in people's hands. And it was kind of the impetus um, mm. to get me there. And so what I did was I started a study and had about 13 women that um, walked through the study with me. And each week I would, t- you know, start with like, okay, the first chapter, we're going to talk about this. And, um, and really honestly, their input helped me build the chapters because I kind of knew what people needed as I asked the questions and worked through it. So it was really a cool experience that came together very quickly once I figured out the path to go down. That is so cool. So you, you, you had been trying to write this book. You didn't quite have this sense of like that anything was really clicking or working, but it was, it wasn't until you got uh, in starting in March when, when COVID-19 hit and we all kind of went in quarantine mm-hmm. that you actually got proactive and saw it as an opportunity to say, listen, I'm going to reach out to my closest friends or close friends invite them in. You did kind of like a, a study or you went through that you, you led them through the, what did that look like? How many weeks was it? Well, it was a six. Oh, well, let's see. It was a five week study, five weeks. Cause there's five chapters. And, um, originally I was going to teach it at church in the spring. I had asked church if I could come in and just teach a study on identity and, um, just helping people move from anxiety to you know, courage and peace and freedom. And, um, mm-hmm. they said, sure, you can come do it. So that was my plan. And then obviously when quarantine hit, I thought, well, I have two options. I can just not do it. Cause I can't, obviously we can't meet at church or I can do it on zoom. Ah. And so, um, I just put it on social media and said, Hey, who wants to do this? And I had a few, you know, like I said, about 13 women pop up and say, we want to do it. And so each week I would kind of get a good, you know, chunk of what I wanted to say down. And then as I would take people through the exercises in the book and get their feedback, it was just so cool to see like, you know, what they thought about the information. I could see like the light bulbs go off in their eyes. Like, Oh, you know, just that most people don't analyze how they feel. Um, They just keep pushing through. And so Mm -hmm. it was really neat to see people start to go, okay, this is, you know, I don't think, um, in line with what God says about me, even though I'm a believer and I think I do, I don't Mm -hmm. actually, you know? And so, um, and you know, I don't know, it was just such a cool process. So Mm -hmm. each week after I would get done with the study, I would take all the information and put it in chapter form. Got it. Went through. And then, um, I mean, it came together really quickly once, once it started rolling. So the book finally made sense for you uh, and you could feel really understand who you were writing it for mm-hmm. once you did the study. Yeah. It was almost like once I had picked up the courage to go, okay, I'm going to put this in front of people, even though it's not perfect and it's not all together yet. Um, it was almost like that was the impetus that made it all come together in my head. See, what I'm trying to get at is, this is a way for somebody, I'm hoping that there's some light bulbs going off in some people's heads because I want them to see, I want my audience, the people that listen to this podcast to understand that it, that it is possible. And here's a way that you can see it be possible. It's very, actually similar to the way Chrissy's book started. It started with a small group and then it turned into, well, I've got all this content now. I've got all this these um, materials and it, it just sort of 
grew and developed from there. So I love to hear that. Would you recommend this as a way to finally push people through to oh finally doing writing that yes. book? Yes. Yes, because I am so the type that always pushes to the big picture. Like I yeah. forget to scale it down. And so I think when I was writing for all those months and trying, it's like I had so many people in my head that I was talking to that I couldn't even bring it you know, to center. Mm. And then when I had just these 13 women that were all very different, but at the same time, like, you know, had, had all had needed the same bit of knowledge, you know, um, I was able to then make it bite-sized. Like it didn't feel so overwhelming. Like I was putting it out into like, you know, cyberspace. It's like, I was just putting it out to 13 women. And then what I could go by what resonated with them. Like if I ever write a book again, I'll do it the exact same way. Yeah. It made it made it so much easier. Yeah, that's great. Saved you saves you a lot of headaches. So yeah. uh, why don't we tell everyone what the book is called? It's called Designed for Joy. Yes. A guide for mo- this is by the way the longest subtitle that I've ever heard. Well, I'll explain that. What after- <laughs> <laughs> let me I'll let me let me, let me let me let me take a deep breath and I'm going <laughs> to read it. So it's called <laughs> Designed for Joy: A Guide for Moving from Anxiety and Defeat to a Life of Courage. Love that word. I'm getting paid uh-huh. a royalty for that. Love it. Joy, peace, and breakthrough by renewing your mind and understanding your identity in Christ. (sighs) Now explain that. (laughs) Okay. So when you are a newbie author that nobody knows and you are self-publishing, you have to think about like if somebody was going to keyword into Amazon, different words, like what would bring your book up to the top, right? Yeah. So what what people typically do is like do a normal title. And then they shove every keyword they can think of into the subtitle. And I'll be honest, I cut that subtitle down. Like what you just read, <laughs> I cut a few words out. <laughs> but I want, you know, if somebody was to type in like, you know, books on courage, books on anxiety, like my or book books would on up. identity, identity yes. in Christ, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so my book would pop up in the, in the, so that's why the subtitle is ridiculously long. <laughs> okay. So um, how did you learn that? Where did you learn this little trick uh, about how to how to publish on Amazon? Well, um, I you know I just assumed from the beginning that probably um, it would be hard to get picked up by a publisher, considering that you know no, nobody knows me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I started as the more I researched, I just found that self publishing is really the way to go for you know unless you're you know a big name, self publishing is really the way to go because. Um, you can do it so easily on Amazon. Now, Amazon is such a machine. It's just crazy. You know, uh, instead of, you know, when somebody orders the paperback, instead of printing, you know, 10,000 books and you got to keep them in your garage and, and, you know, sell them, you know, to friends and family or whatever, Amazon prints per order. Mm-hmm. So it's just so cool. Cause you can write a book and, you know, put it online easily or on Amazon easily. And then it's just like, there's no, there's no fuss. There's no overhead. Like it's just so cool. Yeah. And so I started trying to figure out how to do that. And as I read other authors that were like, do not work with a publisher, make sure you go, you know, self-published. And so I found a book on Amazon um, and it's written by a girl named, I think her name is Gundy Gabrielle. And it's like how to self-publish. And she's done this. Um, like her career is basically looking for specific topics, writing mm-hmm. books on it and yeah. then selling it on Amazon. So mm-hmm. I followed her book just very specifically. I mean, I just mm-hmm. went through read each chapter. Um, now hers is a little different because she, she kind of helps you figure out like what to talk about to even start writing a book where I already knew that stuff. Um, but what it helped me do was know how to get the book formatted, how to get, um, a cover designed, like all those things that you 
just don't know how to do if you've never done it before. Right. Uh, but it's really, it's so easy with Amazon. Mm-hmm. So Kindle best bestseller publishing, would it be that one? KDP. So what yeah. you do is you write your, you write your book and then um, you can go like, I went to 99 designs and had mm-hmm. the cover done, which was super cool because you tell them what you want. And then all of these graphic designers basically start a contest yes. and then you get to like work through and watch like this idea that you have for your book kind of come alive. Um, and so I selected the book cover that I loved and, you know, we did a bunch of revisions to get there, but it was so cool. And then, um, you can format the book yourself. Um, Amazon's really specific on how they want the formatting, but I went to, um, Fiverr and hired somebody to do it. And so, um, that was a heck of a process. I didn't, wasn't sure I was going to make it through that, but, um, (laughs) finally I found a guy who did it right. And so how many did you go through on Fiverr to find one that you loved? Thankfully, um, only two. Um, mm-hmm. The first guy I went back and forth with way too many times. I should have just bailed out from the beginning. Um, but the second guy, when I sent it to him, I was like, please help me. Please look at this and tell me what's wrong. And he knew exactly what was wrong. I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So he formatted it for me. And then he sends you the files. I upload them to Amazon and I'm done. I mean. If you don't mind me asking, so what was your, how much did you actually end up spending to, to make this book? You know, I'd say I hired a professional editor, which, um, she's amazing. Like she's, she is so good. She does professional editing. I've, I've known her forever and, um, hired her because like my biggest pet peeve is grammatical errors and books. Right. So she does this amazing job, sends it back to me. I changed a couple of things before I I sent it to formatting and didn't check it over well. And I've found two places where there's commas out of place and it, it has literally driven me commas. Yeah, it's like places that I just missed. And I'm like, come oh, on, you're come designed on. for joy. You got to right? move from anxiety I mean, and defeat to a life I mean, of courage and peace. That's Forget right. Peace it. over my grammatical errors. But the that's nice right. part is I'm, I'm working with my formatter to fix them right now. But anyway. Okay. Well, so that's true time, because because the um, you can just re-upload a format and they can publish it and print it exactly. better. Exactly. So I'm working on changing those right now, the two little mistakes I've found. But, um, but anyways, I hired the, the thing I would definitely say more than anything is get an awesome cover designer that costs about $400 to get the cover and the ebook cover. Cause they're different yeah. uh, for the paperback and ebooks to get those designed. Um, then, um, when you're dealing with professional editor, I'm, you know, somewhere in the three to $500 range. Um, mm-hmm. my, my editor gave me an awesome deal. And so then let's see, formatting was like, by the time I paid both people right at a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, probably in the end, it's all said and done about 900,000 bucks to get it. Yeah. Done. So for okay. less than a thousand dollars, you published your own book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, tell me all of the, the bestseller list that it was on when oh it my released gosh. on June 29th. Yeah, so it hit be- uh, number one best-selling book um, the day of release on um, in adult, let's see, Christian adult education, uh, Methodist Christianity. <laughs> you pick, oh, I didn't like, know you were a Methodist. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Here's the deal. You pick 10 categories on Amazon. Right. And so when you when you pick your categories, you're kind of looking um, – you know, for different categories where like it, it might be, it would fit. Somewhat, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Cause obviously you're not going to put it in like copywriting when, when it has nothing to do with that. So I was just kind of going through picking random categories and, um, Methodist Christianity didn't have a lot of competition. So we went with that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, let's see prayer books. Uh, I hit number one in prayer books. And then there was another one. Oh, women's spirituality. Had number mm-hmm. one in that. 
So and you were number one in those categories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Cool. Now, are you and able to go ahead? I hit hot new release in the paperback. I got on the hot new releases um, list, so that was also really cool. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, now, are are you able to? at all see who's buying or how many people are buying are you able to get those numbers or, or? i can get um i can get the numbers on ebooks um i'm yet to get i'm starting to get some of the paperback numbers but they only give you the numbers of paperback once it's shipped Got it. So those are just starting to come in yeah um i'm not able to see at all who is bought mm -hmm. but i am able to see um you know at least you know some of the ebook stats do you have a way uh to connect uh, like are, are people connecting with you through the book? Like, is there an email address or links? Yeah. So in the ebook and in the book, um, you know, I've listed multiple times like my website because that was another expense um, that I, I went ahead and put together a website before the book came out just in case people were searching, which is what uh, valpetty.com. Oh, good job. And, um, yeah, that's pretty easy, right? Mm -hmm. And um, then all throughout the book and the ebook, there's links to my Facebook page, my Instagram page, my website. Um, you know, just trying to make sure, uh, like my podcast page, valengen.com, our website for the podcast. Um, so that's the other cool thing is I've had um, a few people ask to join my Facebook page that, you know, I have no connection with. So I'm pretty sure they're going straight from the book. Um, it's also really cool because Amazon on their back office, you can see, um, what in other countries, the people mm -hmm. that have bought. So, you know, I know that I've had, um, you know, people buy in Brazil and Italy and, um, the UK and Canada and, um, India. And it's just so neat. It's it so is. Yeah. That's so fun. I I wanted to see the joy on your face uh, in person, uh, just to see because I'm I'm super just super proud of you awesome. for for doing what you're doing and that you went for it. And um, I think it's inspiring, and people need to understand that um, when you are motivated enough and you've got a, a greater purpose, and and obviously your purpose was you just were tired of seeing people with so much anxiety and fear and this, you're right. This book is so timely. You've been calling yourself the joyologist, essential joyologist for a while. Do you still go by that? Or are you now moving into Val Petty? Well, I mean, I'm still the essential joyologist on Facebook and Instagram, but um, I definitely know it's hard to spell. So yeah, yeah. for, for the website, I just stuck with Val Petty just because it's um, so much easier. easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I picked metamorphosis. Jen and I picked metamorphosis <laughs> for the podcast and joyologist from it. Like, I'm like, I only want the really smart people. Right. Val Petty's a <laughs> lot <laughs> easier. <laughs> so, um, but I do think it's weird that a couple of years ago when I kind of shifted branding and it was, you know, the essential joyologist. And then all of a sudden it's like this path opens up of, you know, writing a book of like helping you rediscover who you are and finding your joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's neat how it's all tied together. That's pretty cool that a part of your brand is tied to joy, to the word joy. That's a, that's a really good, a good branded uh, name to tie yourself to. So super proud of you for that. Now, I, I want to ask just briefly, what, uh, what is the book about? Um, what are the Quick, quickly, just walk me through some of the steps that you take in the book so that people who might want to buy it um, can learn how to go through the process. Yeah. So um, in chapter one, we really work through it's, you, you know, it's, it's a study book. So you're going to be working through, there's actually in the paperback, um, there's actually lines where you can answer the questions as I prompt you. And 
Um, in the first chapter, we really work at like analyzing our feelings about where we are um, currently and how we feel about life. So um, I'll walk you through a process called getting your word picture that kind of helps you really understand like, you know, not powering through, like, how do you really feel about the circumstances in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, kind of look at like some different scriptures that maybe refute those feelings you might have. Um, and it just, just gives you a good example of how, you know, often we, we push our feelings down, but we don't process them. You know, we just kind of stuff them down, especially I think as um, oftentimes in the Christian community, it's very easy to be like, well, you know, this is just teaching me something or it's like, okay, but you know, if, if you feel really crummy ever, we need to process that stuff. So right. um, it kind of gives you a chance to analyze like how you actually feel about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in chapter two, we really look at, you know, who God is and we analyze like, you know, what you think about him versus like the truth of who he is. Yeah. And, um, that was kind of based off, there was a book that came out years ago based off of a, of a study that showed that I believe it was like, Oh gosh, I read the book. Only 22% of people think of God as being like good, benevolent, kind, a hundred percent for them. Yeah. And so most people are a little bit scared of him, you know? And so the idea is like, okay, how can we trust him more? Well, you're not going to trust him with your, you know, issues if you, if you don't think that he's a hundred percent for you. Mm-hmm. So we kind of work through some different exercises to really establish like who he is and what his nature is. And then um, in chapter three, we look at who God says we are and what our identity in Christ, like what that means to have a seat at his table versus what we typically think of ourselves. And, you know, what I've found in working with countless people at this point um, with emotions and essential oils and goodness from doing hair for years and talking with people, um, you know, most people just really have very low self-esteem because of emotional baggage that they're carrying. Mm -hmm. That is not true. You know, it's things that were said to them as children or things that, you know, where they feel like they don't measure up. And it's those things that keep us paralyzed in painful patterns. And so this is really working through like, do you understand who God says you are? Because who God says you are is pretty cool. And so if you understand that and you remove some of the emotional baggage, you'll see yourself in an entirely different light and you'll be able to walk into your purpose with, you know, power and, um, because you have Christ living inside of you. Um, and then in chapter four, we actually work through a process called the trade to remove the emotional baggage. And this is a process that was first introduced to me by Jennifer Hawkins. Her church does a Sozo freedom prayer ministry. And so the trade is, is the process of taking like those pains and emotional baggage you've got and actually like casting them on God, releasing them to him and really letting him speak like fresh, um, a fresh word into your situation, but also like releasing the problem so that he can restore it. Um, and then in chapter five, we really look at, okay, so if you've, you know, traded in some of your worries and you've, um, you know, heard a fresh word from God, it's like, how do you hang on to that? Because sometimes, um, you know, we have to believe in faith before our reality changes. And so it's, you know, kind of the plan that I created to kind of boost me up, even when I was writing the book and I was thinking, well, gosh, who's going to listen to me? Like, what do I have to say that anybody's going to listen to? I had to go back to these things to kind of build myself back up and get out of the noise of like, you know, who are you to do this? And it's like, well, (laughs) I mean, this is my assignment. I'm going to do it. So it helps you plan out a strategy for yourself um, for keeping yourself, your head above water when, Mm. when, you know, when you haven't seen full restoration yet, but you, you are believing for it wholeheartedly. Right. Man, this is so this is so valuable what you're presenting. Obviously the the 13 women that went through it with you 
uh, were impacted by it. So what's next then, Val? I mean, it's now in book form, but I would imagine that a lot of people, just like, you know, as I'm helping the, the readers of, of Chrissy's book, Writing Worship, it was, ba- it was kind of that same way. We ended up creating a whole um, mentorship small group series. Uh, is, are you thinking about doing anything like that? Like what's next? What are you going to be doing around Design for Joy? Well, it's interesting that you asked that. Jennifer and I have been talking all day. Um, we are going to offer um, some sort of, probably in the next couple, you'll probably hear about it in the next few days. Um, we're going to set a time to do basically um, a study through the book and help people because a lot of times like, you know, when you're working through this information by yourself, it's just harder to get that true picture of, of your um you know, what you're dealing with mentally, what's oh, going it's great on to have bounce system. back and feedback. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we want to take anyone who's interested in going through this process of, um, walking through the study with us, you know, helping lead you through, um, and you know, just to go a little bit deeper. So right now that's what we've got on the docket. That's going to be the next thing is offering to take people through the study. And at this point, like I am just wide open. Like I've, I've gone into this with like, no expectations. And yet, like, I don't mean that meaning like it's not going to do anything. I just mean it like I'm open to whatever goodness comes my way. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I, as of right now, the main thing is taking people through the book study. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Are you going to, are you going to charge for that? I don't think so at first. I no. don't think so. Okay. Um, we, we've got to work through some of those um, details, but um, at first, I think we're just going to, at least the first time, we're going to walk okay. through, you know, okay. with the option of anybody that gets the book, you know, that wants to do it can participate and mm-hmm. just go a little bit deeper if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you'll figure out your way with it, um, whatever makes the most sense. Um, and I know you'll, um, you're providing something incredibly valuable. Um, interesting. I thought it was going to be about essential oils and it really isn't even going into that layer of it yet. Is it? No, it's not. Um, but what we've does, what we've talked about is for, um, once the book, um, once we, when we do the book study, like the first 45 minutes would probably be just dealing with book study. And then we're going to give people the option, anybody that wants to stay on that has oils or wants to get oils, we're going to work through because, you know, we've certainly seen that it is a lot easier to process emotional, um, baggage, um, anything like that, you know, the essential oils just do wonders for removing those filters that we mm-hmm. tend to look through life with. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to give people the option and we're going to put some protocols together. We already have a prayer journal um, on our website, valandjen.com. It's also on my website, valpetty.com. And it is basically a lot of chapter four um, mm-hmm. with, or at least the trade process with oil. So we already have it for that chapter um, and people can get that prayer journal whenever they want. But um but the idea is to put some oils with the other chapters to help people really process things more clearly. Yeah. I think it's great. So yeah. exciting. Really yeah. fun. Well, Val, um, we're just about out of time. So um, I, th- I really feel like, I hope that my prayer is that most anyone listening will feel like I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this too. I, whatever unique idea or thing that you are an expert in, this is, this is one way that you can do it. Yeah. And, and, um, and honestly, I, Amazon's made it so easy. Like mm-hmm. it really and truly, and I, you know, it's just, it's so cool. The process is so cool. It's so easy. Get the idea, write the book and boom, you can. So get the idea, write the book, 
what's the next step in terms of wanting to publish on Amazon? What's the website you go to? Is it amazon.com? Publish your yeah, book? Well, yeah, so you go to um, amazon.com, but then they have a KDP is the Kindle mm-hmm. Direct Publishing. And that's what you go to. You create an account. You go through that whole process. You upload your book cover. You upload your Kindle version format. You upload your paperback format and fill in the information and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Working, so cool. working with a... Going through Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, um, 99designs, absolutely. Uh, I've had a great experience with them as well. Yeah. Um, find a good formatter um, on Fiverr and uh, work with an editor if you need to. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good idea. Uh, did you work with her locally or was this? Was yeah, she- so she's actually a girl I went to high school with, but oh. she um, she edits for like, you know, big magazines, big publishing companies, whatever. Right. So I just wrote her and said, hey, Kate, you know, what, where do I go for publishing mm-hmm. or for editing? Um, cause I knew I wanted it professionally edited. And mm-hmm. she, um, she was like, uh, how much, you know, do you want to spend? And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, and we kind of worked it out and we actually ended up exchanging oils and mm-hmm. money. <laughs> so it worked nice. out perfect. And nice. so, um, so yeah, so she said she would do that. And uh, you know, it just, it's amazing the little things you can miss that they catch. Yeah. Um, so it, that was, Honestly, that money I spent. Yeah, we found it very, very valuable, mm-hmm. hugely valuable. To, to we had like five different eyes on it at all times, and uh, that yeah. made it hugely um, better. Even though yeah. it was a struggle, it's a challenge to have to keep re-editing. But it it is, and honestly, like when people have been like, "So, what do you want to do now?" and I'm like, "I'm just so glad I'm finished." <laughs> all I can no about. new books for a while. Maybe <laughs> maybe in 2022. I'm just so glad to be done. <laughs> like I'm Petty. ValPetty.com. Everything you need to learn uh, about uh, Val is there on that website. Thanks so much for taking some time with us here on the Courage Cast. In the next podcast I come up with, I'll just have to have an excuse to bring you on as well. I mean, right? How fun. I love it. All right. You get back to your kids and your family. Take care, Val. Thanks, Eric. Bless you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Courage Cast today. Please join us in the Courageous Community at CourageousCommunity.com. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please write a quick rating and review.